What you gonna be? A hustler, cuss, they buying, we selling, but everything legal, bro. Snoop too long, and it's hard for you to wake up. Never had an hour job, but a stack paper up. 20 years old, ain't too early for no credit, bro. 30 years old, ain't too late to get your credit up. What you gonna do if they issue you a pay cut? And all your money gone from your savings, you was stacking up. All we trying to say is, don't be him, home. Muscle up with Jim, not the gym with the white home. Really take flight, not just get fly home. Get in the car to make a feel some type of way like rich home. What we trying to say is, Gotta make investment. Paper money won't last if you don't invest it. Something like credit suite, cleaning up your messes. Learn the equity, even how to do your taxes. If you can buy one house, you can flip two. If you can buy one car, then you can buy two. If you ever save a thousand dollars, you can save two. Stop working hard, let the money do the work for you. If you can buy one house, you can flip two. If you can buy one car, then you can buy two. If you ever save a thousand dollars, you can turn it into two. Stop working hard, let the money do the work for you. Hey, what's going on? You already know what it is. Mike Clark, no excuses. We're going to jump right into it, man. Y'all don't want to hear nothing else from me. So I want to talk about two different stories that I read about on the Wall Street Journal. Um, not only I want to break down the, um, some definitions and terms, so eh, about 10, 15 minutes is your time, all right? So the first t- topic I want to talk about is um, the strike that's going to be, that's pending right now um, at the railroads. Now, I know we don't think about railroad services and and all of the employees that work there and all that good stuff. Um, If you guys can remember, steel manufacturers, all those plants that, you know, weren't available. Well, they were were for our grandparents, great, great grandparents, and they used to have what's called unions. Now, I don't know how far back unions go and what industries are still in, but I know that railroads, for a fact, man, they still got unions and they still got pulled. And uh, yeah, they about to check the government about what's going on here. Not even the government, just pressing the railroad companies because I think majority of them are private. You know, uh, let me know if that's true or not, but I think majority of them are private. And the issue right now is um, a lot of the a lot of the employees are complaining that one, they're not being able to call off. Um, for like family emergencies and, and, and not get paid for that. And then I think other issues are vacation and pay, of course pay. And, you know, they're, they're trying to say like, look, you guys are saying y'all have no money, but yet you guys are buying back stocks because you guys became so profitable. Not only that, the executives are taking bonuses, of course. Like, so it's, it's always, I always say it to you, man. It's greed. And I know there's a, um, if you guys haven't heard it, there's a, uh, a term out right now called, quiet quitting and people not understanding why the new generation is not trying to work as hard as the older generation and this is the reason why is because you're being seen you're being shown time and time again that these executives you know they're not reinvesting into the company they're not reinvesting into their people to keep them happy keep them moving keep to keep those profits coming they rather take the big bonuses even though they're making three four five times what the you know, regular wage earners make it. It's insane to me. So um, if you guys don't know what a union is, it's just really a, it's a collective of people inside of that particular industry or inside that particular company that comes together that kind of um, 
it's more of a democracy at that point. In my opinion, that's, that's what it feels like. Like, it, you know, if there's 100 people and 60 people come together and they say, we're going to form a union. We got one person that's going to uh, talk for us, but we're going to come together about, you know, our gripes, our complaints, what we like, what we don't like. And let's let's uh, formulate some sort of change. That's what the union is supposed to be for. That's what it's supposed to do. And that's what's happening in this instance. Now, I do want to say something where um, the union rep and some of the executives, they did get together and they agreed about something, but then the people didn't agree. So I don't know what's going on. I don't know how deep this is getting to, but you got to understand if there is a strike on the railroad uh, industry, that's going to be a huge problem because now they're trying to say, well, there's not enough. If we can't get the products out fast enough, if we can't get medical equipment, if we can't get you know, food, we can't get cars, and, and that's just another chokehold on the products and service or the products and services you guys see every day. You know, we're so comfortable in America to know that when you go to the store, whatever product you're looking for is going to be there. And um, what the government is saying is basically if they do go on strike, you know, they still believe truck drivers, there's not enough of us, which, you know, that my opinion, I, 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 I call bull. I call bull because. As an owner-op, man, there's people out here barely making any money. Um, there's people out here waiting to get, you know, loaded. There's people out here. There's a ton of truckers. There's no parking available. People parking on the street. Look, there's enough truckers. That's just a, just a, I mean, that's a whole other conversation. But um, with this being said, man, look, I am the, I have the mindset of you need a stockpile regardless because things are going left right now um it's just to me i don't understand why it's so hard to get the concept of if there's an influx of money there's extra money stop giving the executives bonuses if you're going to give them a bonus give them a small bonus you know but y'all are giving people 50 60 100 thousand dollar bonuses for what when you when you could pass that savings down or you know give an incentive to the employees for doing a great job it just it never gets passed down to the worker man but i'd have talked about unions before and you see how they can put a real strong hold on the executives and the government to make change they're forcing change they're saying hey you will do what we're asking you to do or else we're going to go on strike and that's going to cause a major major problem so now they got president biden of course, he has to figure out what he's going to do because he's saying he's a union man. He knows about unions and all this stuff, but I don't know, man. I don't know if that's going to be enough because at this point, they, they want blood. Um, I say that every day with technology. You're, I go into certain stores, grocery stores, um, you know, car washes, whatever, and there's a human being there trying to show me how to use this uh, machine, right? And I, I let him show me because... You know, that's their job. But then at the end of it, I want to take some of their time. And I say, hey, look, uh, you know that machine's going to take your job. And you're showing me how to use it, right? When I see a 60, 70-year-old man or woman trying to use a machine and you're showing them. And once they gain consciousness, once they get enough uh, people, I'm sure there's a number, a, a percentage in these executives' head, you know, scientific or whatever they've done. <laughs> to figure out once we get so many of our customers to understand how to use this, now we can cut our labor force in half. And then from here, we'll cut it down even more. And I had 
had a conversation with one employee because she had showed me and I said, hey, you know, this is, you know, I said, I, I, don't, I don't understand why no one complains about this. Why no one's complaining about these machines being installed? You know what I'm saying? You got to understand that. And she looked at me and she laughed and I said, no, I'm serious. Because you got to understand, you're showing people how to use this machine. And understand that this machine don't call off. This machine doesn't complain. This machine will always be here. And if you can't code, you can't maintain it, there's, there's no job for you. And understand that's what's going on. So while I was saying that, <laughs> the uh, the manager overheard me. He said, well, you know, he is kind of right. You know, he didn't want to go deep into it. But, yeah, he was like, yeah, he's he's right. He said one of the biggest issues when he, when he did talk to me, he said one of the biggest issues that they're putting these machines in is because it's supposed to um, stop the theft. Apparently, that's a big piece in stores is that people are just stealing so much in product and then also the employees are also stealing from the cash register. This is what he's, what he's telling me. I don't know how true this is or not, but that's one of the reasons why managers and executives are pushing for these machines to go in. You know what I'm saying? But at the end of the day, it's, it's, it's a double-edged sword because once you have so many machines in, everybody's walking directly to them and they're not going into an actual person. Now you just, hey, you go home. The next person go home. Next person go home. So, you know, we have to formulate unions. You know, no matter what industry you're in, I feel like that's that's something that we don't talk about enough. But, um, yeah, man, you tell me what you feel about the railroad industry uh, deciding if they're going to go on strike or not. And if you believe it's going to affect you or not, you know, you want to say, Mike, what the heck you talking about? That's not true. You know, whatever you want to do, put that in the comment section, you know. Um, now, the other thing I do want to talk about is Ukraine. I don't know if anybody is still following up on that. Ukraine and Russia, man, they're still going to war. Um, I just want to say one piece, man. It's like, be blessed that we're in America. Be happier in America. And I understand that so many people have different views and, and beliefs on on how they feel about our borders and this and that. But keep in mind, you know, take this to sleep. Let this wine in your brain. Um, just understand that Russia blew up civilian infrastructure, right? Water. Something that we don't take for granted. We know that it's available. We can go anywhere and we have water, right? Think about an airstrike blowing up your water source. Trying to de deliberately flood your city. And you got mothers and children, no water. Fathers, no water. Nothing that they can do. You know what I'm saying? This this Ukraine and, and Russia thing can happen to America at any time. You know what I'm saying? We're just we're just you know gratefully, you know, that we have an infrastructure that protects us every day. And I think every day that I was born here, because I'm telling you, man, to be born in a third world country or be born in, you know, certain countries that have um Issues the way Russia and Ukraine has, man, it's like, it scares the mess out of me. I can only imagine having to protect my family and, and figure out where's our next water source going to be or where we're going to get food from or this or that. So I don't think necessarily that America's being picky about, you know, who comes in and who comes out. It's just they want to know because it's, it's just we have to protect ourselves because you don't know what's going on. It's just like when you're walking down the street during the day, you might be a little bit more joyful, but at night. 
uh, you you clutching your purse, you you clutching your pockets, you you moving a little quicker, you moving a little more urgency. You know, it's the same way when when someone who is not a U.S. citizen comes in. If they're coming in through the back door, you 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 getting kind of weird. Like, why are you going through the back door when there's a front door right here? You know, so I, I don't know, man. That's just my gist about it. But those are the two things I wanted to talk about. Um, let me know what you think. And we're gonna talk more about other things later, but yeah, man, let that let that sit in. <laughs> but uh, I appreciate you guys, love you guys. I'm about to get on this road. You already know what it is. No excuses. Get up and do something, and let's get active. All right. Let's get it. Let's get it.